Hello, my friend. Before we get into the Hairstylist Rising podcast, I have to tell you a secret. I just launched a brand new podcast called The Visionary Rising. You are going to love this new podcast if you're ready for beyond the basics marketing, business, mindset, and visibility for creative entrepreneurs, including hairstylists, educators, coaches, photographers, and online business owners. And Hairstylist Rising will remain a place where you can listen in on conversations with industry leaders, whereas the actual marketing and mindset lessons from yours truly will mostly exist over on the new show. So make sure you go follow wherever you're listening to this podcast. The Visionary Rising was born because I realized that although we come from similar backgrounds in terms of a lot of us being hairstylists, we need to stop seeing ourselves just as our job description, and start seeing ourselves for who we truly are. In my community, I realize the thing we have in common isn't just the beauty industry. It's that we are visionaries, we are creatives with heart, we have so much purpose and a burning desire to make a huge impact. We want to build businesses that give us the lifestyles that we dream about and also start a ripple effect for our clients and communities. Now, here's the fun thing. I've actually created a bunch of bonus content for you, and all you have to do is hit subscribe on the Visionary Rising podcast over on your favorite podcast player and leave a rating so I can see what you think. Then just send me a DM and DM me a screenshot over on Instagram on the brand new page, The Visionary Rising, and we'll send your bonus goodies over. I am so excited for you to listen into this new show. We have just dropped three incredible episodes to celebrate our launch. So pause this, go check out The Visionary Rising, and we can get into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Today's episode was is something that's been on my mind for quite a while, actually, but I was triggered to record this episode and get it out ASAP because I was recently targeted with an Instagram ad that got me thinking, and it was almost an aha moment about why so many hairstylists, salon owners, and beauty pros are overwhelmed and feeling confused when it comes to building a business and using Instagram to market it. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this ad and why it really showed me the the problem with 99% of Instagram education when it comes to building a clientele as a hairstylist. So the ad said, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, but basically it was along the lines of Instagram doesn't care about your photos. Now, why is this a problem? Because I feel as though the the message behind this ad was, you know, getting hairstylists to think that they need to be creating content for Instagram instead of their potential clients. So um, this whole ad obviously was to sell a course about creating video as a hairstylist. And, you know, that's fine, well and good. And video is important. I'm not disagreeing with that. But the majority of educators seem to be thinking about algorithms and hacks because that is what the overwhelming message is out there in the Instagram land, right? In the world of education from other industries. It's that 
It's not about, you know, the connection with your ideal clients. It's about mastering these hacks and tricks. And if you can just learn how to create the perfect reel, that's going to be the one thing that transform your business. Or if you can just learn how to, you know, do video or master hashtags or whatever it is, there's the silver bullet and this one thing that will allow you to skyrocket your business, blah, blah, blah. So this is so problematic, I think, because it oversimplifies and it makes a lot of stylists feel like, okay, I've tried this. What am I doing wrong, right? The thing that's also a problem is that it completely neglects the thing that actually makes you money in your service-based business. And that is connecting with your clients and potential clients and building trust and loyalty with them. So let's unpack this whole Instagram doesn't care about your photos thing and, you know, talk about, you know, finally get down and dirty and talk about the, the whole push for videos. So it's no surprise that Instagram is currently pushing reels. We we know this, right? They really want to make reels successful. However, the one thing that we don't seem to be talking about is that the amount of video content you see is very dependent on your consumption habits. And that means that when your ideal clients are on Instagram, It depends on the kind of content that they consume as to what they're going to be shown. So when I scroll through my feed, I'll be 100% transparent. It's still, as of today, less than 50% video. And the reason for that is that I don't spend a massive amount of time consuming video content on Instagram. I want to dig into the actual purpose of the Instagram algorithm for a second and make it really clear because sometimes I... I feel that things that we don't understand can seem a little scary. And I think that is the case when it comes to the Instagram algorithm. So the first thing is that Instagram doesn't have one algorithm. It has hundreds, right? And they're all designed to basically just serve up content that will keep you, the user, on the platform the longest. And the best way to do that is by serving up content that you'll enjoy. So that is why so many of these, you know, they're, they're trying to recommend content and so much of your feed is no longer just people you follow for better or for worse. What Instagram is trying to do is keep you on the platform longer so that you will see more advertising and then Instagram can increase its profits. So That's the entire purpose of Instagram. It is a for-profit company. It is not there to favor one content type over another or take a stand that the internet is now all about video, which it does seem to be doing. But at the end of the day, it's there to make money. And the best way for them to do that, like I said, is to serve up content that the user wants to consume. So when we think about Instagram, and that's what what really struck me about this... um, this particular ad was they use the word Instagram doesn't care about your, about your photos or whatever. Um, and why are we trying to impress hashtag Instagram or quote unquote Instagram, right? Um, Instagram is just a collection of computer generated algorithms and Instagram is not the one that's going to be booking an appointment with you. So 
what does that leave? Where does that leave us? It leaves us with the people that we are trying to connect with. That is the purpose of social media, right? It's to keep it social. And honestly, the things that I'm talking about today don't just apply to Instagram. They apply in any kind of marketing that you do in your business. But, you know, this is this is the issue that I'm seeing a lot is that too many educators are focusing on algorithms and hacks and ways to beat the algorithm instead of focusing on what matters, right? And that is building a foundation and learning how to really connect with the people that you want to bring into your business. Now, the fact of the matter is that people all consume content differently. So when you're posting, you need to be mindful of what your ideal client actually wants to see. And that is valuable content that keeps them educated, inspired, and connected to you. This can't happen. This relationship can't build if all you are doing is creating trending reels, which some of the, you know, I'm saying air quote, Instagram educators would lead you to believe, right? So let's dive into why this misinformation is circulating in the beauty industry. And I have a theory. And my theory is that a lot of educators are just regurgitating information that other educators who are not in our industry are distributing. For instance, let me give you an example. So if someone is in our industry, is an educator, right? And we are like, we're connecting with stylists and teaching them how to run businesses more efficiently, do balayage more efficiently, whatever that looks like, right? And then the we're hearing for ourselves, oh, this is what we have to do in order to reach more people online. But we have online businesses, right? So I have a virtual education business, so I can connect with people anywhere. So the way that I use Instagram is going to be very different than the way that a local business uses Instagram because we have different strategies. I used to use Instagram to attract clients behind the chair. And so there are far more similarities with what I did five years ago to attract clients than what you would do, you know, as an online business owner. So there's, it's very different when it comes to attracting local clients versus on how online businesses would, would use it. Right. So what I think is happening is they are, a lot of people are getting their information from people who are teaching other industries. And a lot of that stuff does not apply to hairstylists. So that's why I teach differently because there are a lot of things that you'll see on Instagram about how to beat the algorithm that aren't going to apply and could actually harm your business. So if you're growing a following with, you know, a ton of people all over the place, then just by virtue of, you know, the Instagram algorithm, less of the people that are important to your local business are going to see that content. I had, I did an episode with Vivian, um, from the hairdresser social club not too long ago. And one of her reels went accidentally viral. And so she ended up with a ton of followers who were not in our industry and it really hurt her overall reach because after they would follow her from this reel, 
because it had nothing to do with her general message, it actually reduced the amount of people that her message was important to that they would see. So it's really interesting the way it works. And essentially the message here is that having more people who aren't your ideal clients is not going to help your business and it may actually hurt it. So now what do we do when you are, when you're getting all this information, how do you decipher what is actually important and what is not important? The first thing I want to tell you is that if you hear some huge update or some huge change, I want you to really take it with a grain of salt. And I'm going to give you an example here. So not that long ago, Instagram came out and said, you can only use five hashtags or you should only use five hashtags. And then I think it was like five days later, Instagram's other account said something about 10 to 15 hashtags. So it was very conflicting education in a short period of time. Have you noticed that no one has talked about the amount of hashtags that you're supposed to use for several months now? Because it was a flash in the pan topic. People got all crazy and excited about it. And then it kind of just faded into the background. And so the reason for that is because the amount of hashtags you use doesn't matter. It's the relevancy and the importance of those hashtags. Instagram is trying to move into more search engine optimization now, which makes keywords as important as hashtags. You still use hashtags, but what I'm trying to give you the example of is that this was a huge, huge news moment in the Instagram universe, right? Everyone was so, so obsessed with this whole hashtags thing. And then it just kind of faded away and we went back to what we were always doing and that's fine. So that's why it doesn't make sense for me to stress out. It doesn't make sense for you to stress out whenever these little announcements happen, because oftentimes I think it's a little bit of wishful thinking with these announcements. It's almost like, oh, like maybe we'll see what happens here. So I want you to, I want to first encourage you not to worry too much when you see a new announcement pop up. I want to encourage you to ignore the flashy headline and look for the substance when it comes to online education um, and particularly when it comes to Instagram because it's such a hot topic that there's a lot of people talking about it and I know it can be difficult to decipher. So for the average hairstylist or business owner who is just trying to figure out the best way to connect with clients and build a clientele, what are you supposed to do? Well, to answer that question, I have to bring up the concept of the marketing funnel. So what is a funnel? Essentially, if you think about the shape of a funnel, it's wide at the top and narrow at the bottom, right? So at the top of the funnel, you have people who've never heard of your business before. And a top of funnel strategy is to essentially have those people hear of your business for the first time. So this is where a lot of education is directed. So it's directed at, um, you know, getting people to see your page. So this is where things like reels, things like um, memes, things like relatable content come in. But you want to make sure when you are creating top of funnel content that it's all directed at your ideal client. The mistake I see a lot of stylists making is trying to emulate some of the bigger pages and create content for other hairstylists, which 
I understand the draw because I think that sometimes, you know, it's hard for for us not to get caught up in all the buzz. But again, if these people, if you're making content for all these other stylists and your goal isn't to become an educator or, you know, to become someone who creates content for other stylists, then attracting a bunch of people who are never going to sit in your chair could be harmful to the distribution of your content. And not to mention, it's going to be confusing and distracting for the people who are there because they want to become potential clients or they want to see your content that's educating. So let's let's move down the funnel a little bit into the middle of the funnel, right? So this is my favorite area. This is where you are creating content for clients who are people who've already, who are already following you. So people who are a part of your community, who already have bought into what it is that you are doing. And by bought in, I mean that they are already following you. So they see value in what you're bringing, right? So these, these types of content would be, you know, educational posts, tutorial posts, things that are going to help inspire your audience. And then also keep them connected to you. So sharing, you know, this is why it's so important to show your face. It's going to really help those people who are in that, you know, little middle of the funnel place to build that no like, and trust factor with you and help really get them into your world. And again, into your community and help build that relationship. Because at the end of the day, that is what you have as a stylist with your clients, you have relationships. And if you can start to build those before they even step foot in your salon, that's going to make the whole experience of building your clientele so much more fun, so much more enjoyable, and you're going to get more of the right people in your chair, right? Because they're already feeling connected to you. They really trust you because they have seen your work. They've seen, you know, they've gotten to know you on a personal level. You've educated them. They can tell you know your stuff and you are the expert in their eyes, right? And then the bottom of the funnel. So that's like when it gets to the bottom, it's very, very narrow. That is when people actually start taking action. So this, these are the people who are booking appointments with you. These are the people who are, you know, really, they really trust you. They're sending you referrals. They are your clients. The, they have bought into your business. They are sitting in your chair and they are super, super excited to be there. So that is kind of the concept of the funnel. So there are definitely content types you can use to really push the needle and get people to take action and sit in your chair and become clients. But that is the general concept of the marketing funnel. Now, if you've been listening really carefully, what you'll probably notice is that a lot of the things that you've been taught about Instagram are strictly about that top of the funnel area. So it's just about new eyes, new followers, new people all the time, right? Just increasing your reach, getting all of these people. And I want to encourage you to not think so much about maximizing reach and think more about targeted reach. Because again, if you are someone who is trying to grow their local business, aka your salon, salon suite, or if you're a stylist or a beauty professional that's working in a salon, then it's 
more important to reach the right people versus the most people. I would love for you to stop thinking about Instagram as, you know, the be all end all and start thinking about Instagram as a channel for marketing your business. And I am the first person to say that I believe that your brand is where your focus should lie because I don't just want you to build a profitable business. I also want you to build a business that you love. And I want you to go into work every day excited about the clients that are sitting in your chair. I want you to have a schedule that allows you to accommodate all the things in your life that are important to you. That is what my focus is. I want you to feel liberated and not feel like you can't step out and make changes and create a business that really works for your life because you don't know how to attract the right clients or you don't know how to get into the marketing process because all you've heard is, oh, I need to post three times a day or I need to make all these reels. And you just don't have time for that shit because you are behind the chair. So this is where I believe that your intention is the most important thing. So often I have a stylist who will come to me and say, you know, I'm losing followers. I'm not able to grow my Instagram. I'm not able to grow my following and all of these things. And the first thing I always ask is, okay, why do you want to grow your followers? Like, what is the important thing here? Because the amount of people in your audience is important, right? It's important because that's the pool that you have to pull from. However, how many clients can you actually serve? Is there, you know, 5,000? Um, is there, you know, because there, there's no way you can put 5,000 people in your chair. And yes, of course, it needs to be a little higher because not 100% of the people are going to go. But how can you attract the right people? How can you use the Instagram algorithm to your advantage to deliver your valuable content to the people who need to hear it, aka your ideal clients? So when you can shift your mindset, when it, you know, from just numbers and, um, and analytics and all of those things to connection and people in your ideal community, then I think that that is going to really help you detach from the engagement. You know what I mean? The Instagram buzzword I want to talk about is actually engagement. So here's what I'm noticing as a trend with people who I talk to when it comes to hairstylists who are enrolling in my courses, who come to the challenge. Um, what I'm noticing is that there's a lot of unrealistic unrealistic expectations when it comes to engagement. So I'll see stylists who have 500 followers and who are getting 50 likes on a post and thinking, why is my engagement so low? Why aren't people interacting with my content? And if you have 500 followers and 50 likes on a photo, that is 10% engagement. The average engagement rate on Instagram is one5 Five, okay? And it's not just a comparison of followers to likes. Your engagement is actually if you add up all of the engagement on your post. So saves, shares, comments, likes. If you add all those up, that is the 1.5% that most 
people on Instagram. That is the average on Instagram. So of course, some people are going to be really high. Some people are going to be a lot lower. But if you have an average Instagram engagement rate of like two to 5%, that is not low. So I want you to really think about that when you are when you're referring to your engagement and your numbers, right? I'm not saying it can't be higher. I always love to shoot for higher because that means more of my community is seeing my stuff and I'm able to impact more of the people that are are with me. But I'm just saying that I think a lot of it is people being way, way, way too hard on themselves. So I would wager that, you know, because I think the other thing is a lot of times people look at these big accounts and think that mimicking them is the way to go. And I hate to burst the bubble, but if you see accounts with, you know, 500,000 followers, a lot of the time it's because they were early adopters and they just got there first. So it's not always, you know, some really bomb strategy. Sometimes it is. Sometimes they have a killer strategy, but definitely don't assume that because you see a lot of followers that that is something where you need to emulate because you never know when that happened, how they got there, and copying someone else's strategy is not a it's it's just not a viable way to grow your business, okay? So just to throw that out there. But the reason I brought this up is I guarantee if you look at these big accounts and you have been, you know, stressing and comparing yourself, their engagement rate is probably lower than yours when you actually look at the amount of followers and then the amount of engagement on a post, right? So I just wanted to put that in perspective for you so that you can give yourself a little bit of a break and stop beating yourself up, okay? I want you to really think about that and I want you to focus on building connections with the people that you want to bring into your chair. Now we've talked about the shape of the funnel and fundamentally the purpose of it is to go from stranger to client and that's to make it really, really simple. So the top of your funnel is taking people who've never heard of you and then through your content and through your marketing strategy, turning them into clients in your chair. So my friend, don't be so focused on attracting new people that you forget about the people who are already there. You don't want to neglect to share content that would be super valuable to help, you know, add value to the people who follow you and to your community because it's not attracting as many new eyes. Okay. Now, please. When you see these clickbaity headlines that say Instagram doesn't care about your videos or Instagram doesn't care about your photos or whatever else, I want you to be confident enough in your fundamentals that this doesn't stress you out, make you feel self-conscious, okay? That's the whole purpose of this episode is to tell you that there is no one magic bullet. There is just putting in a little bit of time and figuring out your foundations so that you don't have to stress and sweat every single time Instagram makes some new kind of announcement. So with all this being said, what does a successful social media strategy look like? Because there's a difference between strategy and tactics and a lot of what is being taught. So like making a reel, that's not a strategy. That's not a strategy at all. That is a tactic, right? That you would apply to your strategy. So if you have a content plan and you want to communicate some of it using reels, 
love that. If you'd rather make video than necessarily um, anything else, or if that's what your clients want to see, then that's fantastic. And I love that for you. I am not hating on video in any way. I think video is an amazing way to connect with your audience. What I am saying is that it's not a substitute for a plan. I think that with all of this taken into consideration, a healthy amount of attraction, nurturing, and converting content is going to help you and it's going to get you, make you really strategic and consistent. It looks like, so what does a successful social media strategy look like with all of that taken into consideration? It looks like having a healthy amount of attraction, nurturing, and converting content. It looks like being really strategic and consistent. It looks like extreme clarity on your ideal client, target market, and brand. So this is not, it doesn't have to be scary, okay? This is a brand, all right? I'm not talking about your logo. I'm talking about you and you as a part of your business, because that is the one thing that no one can copy and no one can replace. So yes, there are things that you can do to get more visible on Instagram. Yes, there are ways to use the Instagram algorithm to your advantage. And yes, there are ways to do this without needing to get stressed out every single time you see a announcement or some little piece of info about Instagram, okay? It can be sustainable. It can be a sustainable way to grow your business. And that is my entire focus as an educator and as a coach. I don't want this to be a scary process for you. I want it to feel fulfilling and I want it to help you build a business that you absolutely love. So if you're wanting a no gimmick, no clickbait way to get in front of more of your ideal clients on Instagram, I invite you to head to the show notes and sign up for the Instagram visibility challenge. We are starting on June 5th, 2022. And not only will you get the trainings delivered to your inbox every morning, but you're also going to get live coaching with me for three full days. So it's a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I'm going to be going live in the Facebook group and you can ask me all of your burning questions about Instagram and about your strategy or your visibility tactics or whatever that looks like. So I'm not saying that we can't use the Instagram algorithm to our advantage, but I want to really just take all of the stress and overwhelm out of this platform for you, okay? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope to see you at the Instagram Visibility Challenge. And again, you can sign up at jodybrown.ca slash visibility, or you can head to the show notes and click the link. See you next time.